Hey, listener, this is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We are actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to UpMyInfluence.com slash guest. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, Jess O'Connell. You are a launch coach and you're found on the web, Jess, at JessOConnell.com. Jess, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to chat with you today. Absolutely. And you're in beautiful Denver, Colorado. Uh, how's, How's life right now? Oh, it's beautiful. You know, like it's just coming into summer. So the weather is perfect. Excellent. Excellent. All right, good. Well, Jess, uh, go ahead and explain, uh, you know, your role, your work, what you do, um, you know, the outcome that you help create. Yeah, absolutely. So I help online coaches and course creators launch their offers Mm -hmm. to their ideal audience. One of the things that I believe fully is that there's a lot of online experts, but not a lot of people are experts at marketing. And so instead of trying to be like trying to launch from your expertise, learning the marketing strategies and the ways to get in front of your aligned audience is going to help you launch to a bigger audience. So I help people who are experts at the thing that they do Mm -hmm. launch their stuff to their people so that they can make more money and make a bigger impact. Yeah, we're. How is it that, um, like, how are most course creators and other experts and consultants, like, how are they screwing this up? Oh my gosh, so many people think that they just need to sell it to their audience or like open the doors or mm. send an email or mention it on social media a couple times, and the people will come flooding in. Nah. And, that, <laughs> and that often creates a misaligned expectation, right? They think, oh, my people have been asking for this. I'm going to create this program and I'm going to tell them that it's available and all of the people will buy it because of course they will. And then Mm. as soon as they do that, it just doesn't happen. And then they start to internalize that like, oh my gosh, I'm a failure. Nobody Ah. wants it. Maybe I'll just stop talking about it. Yeah. And they kind of go back in the closet about their program. And so they're not creating that momentum and that impact that they could be with an actual launch strategy. There's so many people who start a launch and never finish it because they get into their head about it in the middle. And so what I teach people to do is create an aligned launch strategy so that they are doing all of the pieces in place to kind of put the dominoes in place. So when they kick it, all of the dominoes fall and they have a really successful launch. Yeah. What would be the basic building blocks of that? Yeah, absolutely. So the first thing you need is to have a polarizing message. And this is something that I believe in really strongly, that there's industry norms and the status quo that are not serving a lot of people. Mm. And if you take a stand against those industry norms and have a better way of doing things, not only will you start to attract the right people to you, but you can really start to affect change for them. I think that we go around in this like, I'm fine coma, but none of us are really fine, right? We could have it better. We could be doing things better. And so when you can stand out against the crowd as saying something different, you'll start to attract the right people who want to have that outcome too. So that's the first piece is having a polarizing message and starting to attract your right audience. 
The second piece is moving them through a qualification process, especially if you're launching to a cold audience. Those people may not be familiar with you. They may not see you as an authority, but they want to, right? They believe in your message. They are part of the movement that you're starting, but you can qualify them as where they are in their solution of this problem. Where are they in that journey? And how can you kind of move people down to the most ideal clients for your launch? Mm. I think that we think, well, the more people I launch to, the more successful it will be. And that's kind of the opposite of the truth. I have a really belabored analogy about gold mining (laughs) that I'll spare you, Mm -hmm. but it takes like two tons of dirt to get one ounce of gold. And that cannot be more true when it comes to social media and growing an audience. It takes a lot of people to find the right people that are going to want to buy your offer. And the third piece of that is having that strategy, having those pieces in place so that you're moving people through the process of getting to know you, building that authority with you, trusting that you are the right person to solve their problem in the right way, that your solution is the bridge for what they want to accomplish. And then following through with the launch. I think that there's this like number out there that we need at least seven exposures to before we buy something, right? That's the power in marketing. We see commercials Mm. all the time before we actually buy things. And it takes a certain amount of time for our brain to say, okay, yeah, I actually want to buy this. And that's totally true. And unfortunately, in online marketing, if you only announce it twice and then say, nobody wants it, I'm going to stop talking about it, you never quite hit that point. So following the full strategy, being like vulnerable and putting your offer out there so that the right people will be attracted to it. Yeah. You know, Jess, uh, you, a lot to unpack there. Um, you know, one thing that I love that you were talking about is, um, you know, is this idea of taking a stand. And, um, you know, I, my background obviously is in media and, you know, PR. And, um, you know, th- this couldn't be any more true. If you, um, you know, if you just have a boring middle of the road uh, point of view, um, it just doesn't sell very well. <laughs> So if you're a historian and you get on TV and you're like, you know, there was a little bit of a jerk. I'm like, wow, way to go out on a limb there. Um, True. Uh, But yeah, but again, you know, what we need is, you know, I I like the idea of, you know, you don't want to be out in loony land. Um, but I, and I've heard Russell Bronson talk about this and expert secrets. He does a pretty good job at this. Um, yeah. you know, but the idea is that, you know, you kind of want to be at that 80% mark, you know, where you're mm-hmm. not in tinfoil hat land. Um, but you're definitely on the outside of the, you know, kind of the majority, uh, in yeah. terms of like, you know, having, um, a point of view and being emphatic about it and getting on your soapbox and identifying, you know, that there is, um, a contrary message that that you you know are, are championing. I don't want to say championing against, but yeah, yeah I mean, kind of, totally yeah. taking a stand against what we've been conditioned to believe, and we we have these industry norms or these societal norms or like the status quo, and they're not working for everybody. And mm. so we internalize like, oh, I can't say something different. Like that's controversial. But at the end of the day, when your ideal client hears you say that, their reaction is going to be, oh my God, there's another way. Finally, somebody is talking about this. And I think that it's really being daring enough to stand up for what you believe in and to take a stand against that industry norm 
And that's how you're going to attract those lifers, right? Those people who rally behind your message and not are just not just looking for another product that solves a problem. Yeah. Um, is, um, is launching today any different than it was a few years ago? It, it, it strikes me, um, you know, There were a lot of people saying, I think a few years ago, they were like, launching is easy. Anybody Mm -hmm. can do it. And all you have to do is just ABC and blah, blah, blah. Totally. All your wildest dreams will come true. Yes. Oh my gosh. Three, even three or four years ago, the marketing world was the wild, wild west, right? You could throw a webinar up there and get hundreds of buyers. And that just isn't the case anymore. Not only is the industry more sophisticated, there's other people doing things that are more sophisticated than that. And so it takes a little bit more to gain trust with people. And especially in the online knowledge industry, thought economy, There's a lot of people who are not great quality and it's hard to discern the difference between the people who are selling you a bill of goods and the people who are actually going to help you. And people are wise to that. They're paying attention. And that's why content marketing is so important. Like that piece is key to really building that authority and that trust and positioning yourself as the authority in this thing. And so people are way more discerning these days. You Mm -hmm. can't just throw a webinar up there that says like, turn your computer into an ATM machine and everybody (laughs) will buy it. You know, it takes a little bit more nuance and a little bit more trust and authority for people to make a purchasing decision Mm -hmm. now. How do we, um, Jess, how do we, uh, you know, if, if let's say for example, you're selling a high ticket thing, Mm -hmm. um, what do you see working there? Because I, I I think that, you know, you know, there's this idea of, you know, you got your $500 clients and your $5,000 clients. I don't believe those are the same people. Um, And I don't think that $5,000 clients are going to do a lot of the $500 client behavior in terms of like sitting through webinars and blah, blah, blah. Can you kind of explain that dynamic there? Absolutely. I think that with higher ticket clients, it's a very value forward approach, right? You Mm -hmm. want them to feel like they trust and know that you're the authority. And I completely agree that they're not the people that are opting into free webinars or free challenges. And so starting off with a paid opportunity, like a paid masterclass into an application, or there's a lot of people right now selling what are called like tiny offers or like $39 to $59 micro products that then sell into a greater opportunity, those Mm -hmm. are going to be more likely to attract your aligned client with a higher ticket program because they're not going to waste their time on something free. They're not opting into that free ebook and hoping that that'll convert into a high ticket thing. So really capturing them in a way that's very value forward and then moving them through a higher touch and higher like value, um, experience to get them into that decision. And, and what are some ways that that you recommend in terms of, you know, cultivate, we, what we want to do is obviously we want to build up a lot of familiarity or a lot of proximity familiarity Mm -hmm. so we can generate that no like, and trust. Um, what do you see working really well, um, when that's what you're trying to do? You just want to spend time together with your people. How do you make that easy for them? I think content is really, really powerful these days. And I think that it kind of gets a bad rap because it falls on like the 
back burner for a lot of people, but there's a lot of value and a lot of trust that comes in the content process. When people are actually subscribed to your content, like the second they go to Instagram, they slide to your story or they search your name to find what you've posted today. That Those are the people who are making high ticket buying decisions. So making sure that you have that quality content that speaks to that person because they are looking for things that speak to them. So looking at $5,000 problems and speaking to that, Mm -hmm. not speaking to the $500 problem. Another really powerful tool, which is really uh, fortunate that we're on one right now is podcasts. I think there's something really magical about, again, subscription, right? You want people to want the next thing, have those open loops. It's the people who are listening every week. It's the people who are searching out your content. Those are going to be the people who are most in alignment with your values and with what you're trying to accomplish. And they're going to be the high ticket people. So really leveraging a podcast and getting in their ears and giving very great value every week is going to create a much different customer psychology that they're so much, they're going to be so much more indoctrinated into the way that you believe in the way mm-hmm. that you do things that they're mm-hmm. going to be even more likely to purchase from you. Yeah. Um, I'm curious from your vantage point, um, what you see selling today in terms of the program itself, the structure, um, you know, can you sell $2,000 e-courses with you know, nothing else to it. Just you're going to buy my video library. That's such a good question. I think that there is this like middle ground right now. I think there are people who are looking for like a lower ticket or not even lower ticket necessarily, but like a complete solution, right? Those are like the $2,000 courses that are kind of a beast, but they give you the A to B transformation. People want that, but I think for that to be successful, there has to be some element of a touch point, right? Like group coaching calls, some way that it's not just a completely DIY situation. Mm. I also think that we're shifting out of this like course buying frenzy where everybody was buying $500 courses all the time Mm -hmm. and putting it on their digital bookshelf of courses they're never actually going to watch. And people are investing more in experiences and they're investing more in like actual transformative experiences. So like a high ticket program is a better bet, in my opinion, these days, because people are kind of coursed out. Granted, like I love courses. I have courses, but I really think that the value is in the higher touch higher transformative experience for people that get them from point A to point B Mm -hmm. with support rather than just throwing the tools at them. Yeah. Um, And so share with me maybe a couple of stories or someone that you've worked with. And, uh, you know, I'd really love to hear maybe like a before and after. We always love to hear success stories. Yeah, absolutely. So I have a client who launched a podcasting program And she was able to, the first time she launched it, she just kind of threw it out there to her audience. And it was fairly successful because they had been asking for it. But after going through the process that I helped her go through, really like creating that polarizing message, aligning her audience, Mm -hmm. qualifying people through various like opportunities with like a free opportunity and a low ticket paid opportunity, she was able to double her launch numbers and have an even bigger launch of people who were even more qualified and ready to get the transformation. So not even, not just more people joining, but more people finishing the program. 
which I think if we start focusing less on people joining and more on people finishing, that would change so many things in the industry. Yeah, man, no kidding. Yeah, the the numbers, I think I saw that you shared something in your social too about the realities of most programs and the completion rate. I mean, even Tony Robbins, I think has shared like, it's like, it's tiny. As I would say 5% or something like that. Yeah. And isn't that heartbreaking to imagine that 95% of the people who invested in working with you aren't walking away with the transformation that they invested in. Mm. And I think if we focus more on that number and less on like the conversion rate number, but the completion rate number, Mm -hmm. that's when you make a big difference in the industry, right? It's not just about selling people into your program. It's about creating an experience that they'll actually finish and get results from. And I think that that's really key. Yeah. Um, okay. So Jess, someone goes to your website, jessoconnell.com. Uh, talk about, I mean, you've got some good stuff here. Um, where would you have them look? What would you have them do? How can they start working with you and engaging with you, you know, kind of at no cost and, you know, yeah. kind of how that process goes? I think the first thing that I would recommend is to go check out my podcast. It's called the Launch Fix Podcast. Mm -hmm. And I talk all about the different aspects of marketing, content creation, like actual sales mechanisms, launching, all of it on the show. You can find that at thelaunchfixpodcast.com. Or if you click on podcast on that website, that'll take you there too. Mm -hmm. And that'll be a really good place to learn about me, learn about my methodology and how I teach people how to launch. And that would be a great place to get some free value. Yeah, for sure. Um, where do you see where, I mean, if you were to, let's break out, I know you got a crystal ball behind you. Go ahead and grab that. Um, and let's go ahead and, uh, look into it. And, uh, where do you see, you know, this, this idea of launching, like how, where, where do you see the puck going? Yeah. It's so funny because like, I, I see a much greater vision for this thought economy, or whatever we want to call it, the course creation world. In the next five years, I think that there's been this major shift in the mindset of the world. And I see this, I have this vision of everybody having some kind of thought product. And rather than creating an economy that's top down, where like your employer pays your bills and then you are have a fixed income, that everybody or anybody who wants to can create a product from the knowledge and information that they have and has the tools to put that in front of their people. I think we saw in the last decade a rise of influencers, but there's a lot of influencers that are not making money. And I think that there's going to be a shift to people who are looking at micro-influence and people who look like them, think like them, and have a solution to a micro-problem. And that there's a really big monetizing opportunity there where a mom of three who's really good at dressing her kids, and this is a perfect example. I have a friend who literally sells this program. She created a capsule wardrobe program for her kids, like how to buy clothes that all match together so you have less clothes for your kids and sells it for like $29. And she's wildly successful. Hmm. And I think that when we realize that you don't have to have this giant $50,000 program in order to be successful, that everybody can have a $29 offer that solves a micro problem for their little micro influence bubble, that's going to completely shift the way our economy looks. I think that with the gig economy and everybody trying to find other ways of bringing in revenue, 
I think it'll be hard to find somebody who doesn't have a little thought product that's bringing in $5,000 a month or like $8,000 a year, like something that can make a substantial difference in someone's life. Um, I mean, imagine if everybody was making $20,000 a year from a little thought product, Mm. what would change in the world when we no longer had that like dependency on an employer for finances? Yeah, for sure. Um, Jess, I would imagine you've done your own launches then. It's probably how you got into this. Yes, absolutely. I started my first product or I launched my first course uh, two and a half years ago. And it was a little $59 product that solved a very micro problem for a very specific audience. Yeah. And I scaled that over the course of my first year and actually made $100,000 my first year in business. Nice. And that kind of was this realization like, holy crap, I've never made $100,000 before. Like, this is actually a thing. And along the process of scaling that from being like a tiny $1,500 launch to having a $47,000 launch with that same offer, Mm -hmm. um, I learned the those things that I was telling you about, like the polarizing message, attracting the audience, following a launch system. And I've been able to scale multiple offers and help my clients do the same following this system that I put together called the aligned launch formula. Yeah. Excellent. All right. All available at jessoconnell.com. That's J-E-S-S-O-C-O-N-N-E-L-L.com. Jess, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, Tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm -hmm.